Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of The Gig, a new podcast about people's lives and the way they live it. I'm your host, Michaela Perez, and today we have such an exciting guest. He is a graduate of Texas State University's musical theater program, shout out, a stellar, stellar actor, and has now found his way to creating a platform to speak out about mental health, his own spiritual awakening, and how he shifted his consciousness and way of thinking through meditation practices. He has a YouTube channel where he shares his story, his meditation techniques, and he's a poppin' Instagram. <laughs> Please welcome one of the kindest souls I think I've ever met. Junior Gomez. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's so good to talk to you. I am so excited. I'm so excited about this. We're just going to dive right in. Um, okay, I just want to give our audience sort of just a brief overview of who you are, mm -hmm. what you do, what you are doing, where you are currently, all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, your boy was born in South Florida, um, <laughs> repping. Uh, I was born in Miami, and and then we moved to Port St. Lucie, where actually Vanilla Ice is from. Anyone? Oh Megan God. Fox. <laughs> Megan Fox. Anyone? Um, so that's cool. And then, uh, yeah, I grew up in theater. My sisters kind of brought me into the theater scene when I was seven. My first musical that I did was Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, I was horrible. I mean, I was horrible, but <laughs> um, it's all good. And then I actually stayed doing theater there since I was seven until I was 18. Mm -hmm. So I had done over about 20 productions. And then also growing up with kids that started at age seven all the way until we graduated from high school. That's where I met Brian, who went to Texas State as oh, well, who you know. Yes. Yeah, so I've known him. I've known him for, uh, I think, 11 years now, 12 years. We met in eighth yeah. grade. Um, but yeah, so I've known people that I've been doing theater since literally I was eight or nine. It's kind of crazy. Um, that's an unusual experience. Um, yeah, and, yeah, so weird. And then, and then, yeah, and then I went to Texas State. Um, I did four years there, graduated with a musical theater degree and then moved to New York. Uh, and then I was there for two years and then now I'm in Florida, um, again, and I think I'm gonna be staying here for like the foreseeable future. And uh, to be honest, I'm also choosing to stay here, which is great. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. That is really I know. Great. Like, good for you. I love hearing that. Thank I'm you. choosing to stay here. Like, that's great. Yeah. I think also because in our industry too, it's so like forces, not forces people, but in a way it puts like this trap in your head to be like, I have to be in New York or mm -hmm. I have to be in Los Angeles, right? Yes. And, and uh, to be honest, that that isn't that has nothing to do with art. You know what I mean? That oh, just has to, yeah. you know, that just has to do with uh, the entertainment aspect of it. And um, there's a place for that, but I didn't really like living in New York, to be honest. So really, oh my goodness, yeah. no, it sucked. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. But um, I oh, mean, okay. just like, have you have you been? Yes, yeah, a million I mean, times. It's taking the subway is a nightmare. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. I, so many people. And just my experience, right? Um, other people have different opinions on it, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's why I'm using consciously choosing the word choosing instead of yeah. like, because of COVID, just right. like forcing to be in Florida. No, no, no. Not only was I, I guess I was forced to, to right. kind of come home, but also- But you uh, want to be there. <laughs> yeah, and like choosing to stay here for- 
yeah, uh, for, for the foreseeable future, for sure. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. One of the things I tell, so I'm a talent coach. So I, I coach a lot of high schoolers in the area. Um, yeah. And they are so great and so excited and so eager to get to Broadway. And I'm always yeah. them like, hey, Broadway is not the be all end all of theater. And that if you are fortunate to do it anywhere you want, yeah. make money or whatever it is that you want to get out of it. If you're doing that, you've got it. Like you have Amen. got it made. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and even the whole thing of theater is is literally like a service. It's it's giving to an audience that is paying, first of all, not only money, but their time, which is like I think the most valuable aspect that we have on this earth, you know? So it's like they're literally giving two and a half hours to just sit down and watch a story in front of them. And so that's why I think it's so important that it doesn't matter where you are. And trust me, since I was there for, you know, a couple of years, um, that's, it's just not the end all be all at all. Like yeah. it, it's, it's just not, it's just not. If you could do it anywhere and perform in front of even three people or five people and they're giving your undivided attention, mm -hmm. that's I think when it's at its, uh, at its core, the best thing ever, to be honest. I love that, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thank yes, you. I love it. Um, what's your favorite musical? Oh, I would say I would so basic. Uh, probably late. <laughs> no, no. Well, first of all, Les Mis, but also Hamilton. I know. No, listen. I know. I think that's great. Like that's great. People need to just realize that just because everyone else likes it, we can still like it. I saw that in. You're so right. I saw that in 2016. Like a month after it opened on Broadway. And I came home and I said, y'all, this show is going to be a big deal, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> and you were right. So you're like and a I psychic. Did, yeah. yeah, I did the same thing with Dear Evan Hansen too. I saw that like a month after it came out and I was like, no, listen, I'm telling you, the Tony Awards, <laughs> the, it, this is going to be it. Yeah. And I was right. And you were right. No, so, <laughs> I mean, come on. But yeah, yeah okay, well, I love that. Layman's is so good too. It's so like, good. I mean, there's like, Are you like kidding? nothing to even say about that. <laughs> they literally, I mean, do we need to say anything? I, I mean, yeah. bring him like, home. That's bring it. him home. Yeah, yeah. You tell me. I bring mean. him home, you know? <laughs> bring me home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so I want to talk about, obviously, this new platform that you have created. Aha. Uh -huh. Where did you start? How did you get into that, Just take it from the top. <laughs> and a five, six, seven, eight. I think it happened when, honestly around college is when I started to become aware of anxiety. Um, so, Cause I was like, why do I feel so bad all the time? And other people have other kind of mental health problems or body issues or different mm -hmm. ailments and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mine just so happened to have been anxiety. And um, it was really debilitating. I mean, I'd wake up every day around sophomore year where it was just like, I would feel so lightheaded and out of my body and, and felt very out of control. And I mean, it was incredible because I mean, I was still performing at a high level in terms of classes. And, and that's what, I mean, that's what, that's the scariest thing about mental health, to be honest, that you hide it from yourself and you just go throughout your day. And, and uh, I think that's the scariest aspect. And and then, you know, people sadly, you know, don't, don't think they have resources or, or uh, different things. So, I mean, 
it's kind of dark to say, but suicide or, or just different oh, things, you yeah. know, um, it's, it's really sad. So um, I guess kind of being on the other side of that, I just realized also being in quarantine, I guess, has given me a lot of um, sense of perspective. And also I like got on medication um, and then I, and I got, uh, I, I like was talking to a therapist and um, now I'm weaning off the medication. I'm no longer talking to my therapist, but it was really important at that time for me to yeah. uh, just dive into something else because I was meditating for, uh, and we'll get into that, but like for four and a half, I've been meditating four and a half years, twice a day, every day, no exceptions, 20 minutes each time. And so um, even then, right, I was still anxious and, and stuff. So um, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, there has to be something else. I've always been in search of the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, what the heck is this problem? So, I mean, that's why I, I've been obsessed with mental health and uh, also spirituality. And uh, and so, yeah, but it really started probably sophomore year when I started to uh, just be really into <laughs> just like my own suffering. So I was just like, I have to help myself. So uh, that's when uh, that's when Mark Price, who came to Texas State, he gave he gave a, a meditation course yeah. and um and then that was like the first journey diving into essentially self-healing um and then i realized like it was possible not only for me but i i just and it was interesting because i was talking to him about it and uh i think i was like maybe the only person to stay with it twice a day but um i don't know it's it really has been the catalyst i think of really helping with anxiety and uh and just having more energy and uh, just being a happier person. Um, so, so, yeah. So I've like struggled with anxiety my whole life. I think when I was in high yeah. school, um, kind of going into college is when I finally realized like, oh, you're not supposed to feel like this all the time. <laughs> you're weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's more to life than this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, wow. isn't that like the craziest moment though? When you're like, wait, like what's going on in my head isn't like what everyone else is experiencing. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, I can be better. Like I can do <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so I totally get it. Um, yeah. I mean, meditation is something that I've always wanted to learn more about. And yeah. I think that, so I'm always in search like for things that are going to improve yeah. yeah so literally anything i'm kind of like i have like 15 self-help books on my nightstand like it, they're yeah like, <laughs> yeah um but i think like so many people are in search of that too whether they really know it or not 100%. Um, so i think what you're doing and like openly talking about your journey and like sharing what you know is so important so thank you for that <laughs> um oh thank you yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> So what are the types of like meditation that you do or that you like? Yeah. yeah. So there's like thousands yeah. of different styles of meditation. Um, and to be honest, the only one that I've noticed that has worked long term yeah. has been, uh, it's called Vedic meditation. It's the same meditation that uh, the Buddha did when he first got enlightened, you know, not trying to like, you know, it's a big deal, but, um, but yeah, there's, yeah, it's a big deal. So, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, what Mark Price taught at, when he came to Texas state, he's a, a certified Vedic meditation teacher. And so it's a 20, uh, 20 minute practice twice a day, once in the morning, 
once at night. And um, the, the beautiful thing is, it's literally like the lazy man's meditation. Like you don't have to focus. You don't have to like quiet your mind. Like that's all bull crap because the heart beats involuntarily. Like the mind thinks involuntarily. You can't tell your heart to stop beating. It's impossible. So you can't tell your mind to stop thinking. It's impossible. So you have to learn how to deal with this thing that's constantly racing. And for people like us, right, that, that deal with anxiety, it isn't, um, other people don't really have that issue necessarily, or they have depression or different things. But essentially, um, what this meditation does at a very, it's like just so great because you don't have to focus or, or um, consciously try to direct your, your energy towards anything. Um, it, it's, there's no dogma attached to it. So any religion, um, you know, even if you're atheist could do this, it, it isn't about anything. It's other than, it's literally just like trying to uh, better yourself on this planet as a human and whatever you do outside of that. Because the thing is, if you're getting better at meditation, then you're robbing yourself at getting better at life. You know, the whole thing, why I meditate is to get better at life, not to escape it. And the truth of the matter is, there's going to be things that are going to come up against you and there's going to be challenges. And I think people that want to deflect that, um, you could see they're getting more depressed and anxious. <laughs> so um, you have to learn to like marry it. You have to learn to marry your anxiety. Like my therapist said one of the most profound things, um, and I didn't believe her at first, but uh, she said, you're never going to get rid of your anxiety. And then I was like, because I was like, even back then, right? And that was uh, like two months ago. I was like, huh, that's a, that no, because I meditate. So whatever, whatever. But the truth of the matter is God gave me, and I believe in God, but God gave me this body that uh, has this, this energy for whatever reason that like my brain goes a, a million miles a second. I can think really fast. I'm like ready to go. Um, and I wouldn't want to trade that for the world. But with that being said, I have to learn how to uh, combat that energy because yeah. it could overuse me. And then now I'm not being of service to others. So I think that's, that's the whole thing. And to be honest, I think, I, at least in my experience, uh, and I'm sure you, know, you had some sort of it as well. But like when, when anxiety runs your life, it is truly like the worst. It's just really, really bad. And, and so my heart goes out to anyone that's dealing with any sort of mental illness because uh, Yes. The, the truth of the matter is there's so much information that it's so overwhelming. You know, like people just want answers. They want help. And, and that's why I think they're in search of this truth. Why you have like 15 self-help books and like same, but yeah. like, cause, cause there's, cause we're searching for truth. And mm -hmm. to be honest, there's a lot of BS out there about oh. meditation and it's sad. I mean, I, this is a short story really fast, but I, uh, when I was in New York, um, I, I wanted to work at this meditation studio. I won't say which one, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I got just this horrible vibe because it was very um, corporate and it was very expensive. And I get it because taxes are so expensive in New York and that's why businesses are suffering and everything. And that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But like, so they have to charge the prices, you know, whatever. But I was just like, it feels so wrong. Like that's why, and when the time happens, um, I'm gonna release, uh, there's a 20 minute meditation that I do. And it, to be honest, it's not for everyone. So Mark Price gives a 10 minute meditation that anyone can do. And um, so I'm going to take that 10 minutes and uh, just give it for free that anyone that wants to learn it, because I just think it should not be like, you would be so shocked to know how expensive these courses are. It, it really hurts my heart. I can imagine. My friend, um, what is the, like the transcendental meditation? It's literally, yes. So Vedic meditation is transcendental meditation, oh, but they okay. corporized it. 
but they corporize it in America so that they call it transcendental meditation. But it isn't the, the only difference between Vedic and transcendental is Vedic uh, derives from the Vedas. So it's a philosophy of life rather than transcendental meditation is like an Americanized uh-huh. version of it, but it's still the same benefits, but they lack, I, in my opinion, the origins of the practice. Yeah. They're just doing it, um, you know, willy nilly. And there's also like some like cults <laughs> with transcendental <laughs> meditation. So like, honestly, but like, that's why it's important to kind of like, you know, that's why it's, it's important, I think, to learn from a, a Vedic meditation teacher, but also sure. if you get the benefits from transcendental meditation, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it's the benefits. But also, I think it's important to learn, like, who you're learning it from, too, is, is yeah. really important. So my friend who was, like, checking it out and was like, you have to do this with me. It was so expensive. I was like, oh, do I want to eat this month? Or do I want to <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is. But the, the, I'm really passionate about this. That's why, that's why when the time comes when I feel like uh, I have my life more settled and stuff, um, I'm going to make a website and, and just literally like make a time slot every single day and at least serve 10 people um, a day or something like that and make it free to ten, the 10 minute one. Because mm-hmm. 20 minutes, first of all, is too much for people sometimes when they have anxiety. When I did tw- oh, yeah. 20 minutes twice a day, I had the most anxiety I ever had in my life. And like to be that. honest, that's because the practice is so, it's so much on the nervous system. And that's why it's important to have a teacher. So that like that is there for you. So Mark Price is, I will like sing his praises. He is the best teacher in the world that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And he stayed on the phone with me like every day for months, literally every day. He went to India and was on the phone with me for hours. That's how dedicated this man is to his students. So that's why when, when, when you learn from a teacher, you really have to go with your gut um, to be like, are they good? Do they know what they're talking about? Are they practicing what they're preaching? Do they yeah. seem like super stressed? Cause like, I don't know if you're vegan or not, but like the truth of the matter is even like vegans are like, you know, like that's the lifestyle. And it's like, but like they're super stressed, but they're super stressed out. And they like have like all these problems. And it's like, it just proves the fact that there's not one way, like we're all built differently. And you just have to trust your intuition um, in this life to like guide you like, oh, like with your self-help books, the 15 self-help, I think you were, in my opinion, whatever, but like you were guided to like, let me open this up. And whether you can assess whether it's BS or not, or yeah. you take a sentence yeah. and, and you're like, oh, that sentence is like, really, you know, whatever. And then it sparks another creative, like that's how it, that's how it all works. I think. Exactly, yes. And I think so many people just want like a quick fix. So they're going to take whatever information they can get from anyone. And they're like, okay, cool, yeah. got it. And I'm like, no, that's not really, <laughs> that's not really how it works. And like- Even if you take the process of like working out, like it oh, takes yeah. so yeah. long. To like get it yeah. into your body to just be like, oh, I'm gonna get up and work out. Like even just that, not even working out, like that takes time, you know, to like put it in your head, like no matter what happens on my day, no matter how stressed I am, no matter whatever happens, I have to get in at least, you know, a 10 minute walk or, or whatever. And um, to be honest, it takes time. It just takes yeah. time. I mean, I, yes. I mean, I've been working out for like a year now consistently and I still don't ever want to do it. <laughs> so. Like That's it's a, the same thing. Like it's yeah. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. Same. Like literally, it, it sucks. Like every time, because like you're putting your body like through this like thing that it doesn't want to do. But it's like, but that's why I think we're we we truly are like masters and creators of our own lives. That's why like our minds can only bring you so far because our minds only are conditioned to believe, like essentially whatever you feed it. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a pattern. So if you if you equate working out to like, 
you know, extreme joy and happiness and like a great energy release, you're going to work out rather than like, oh, I have to do this thing because I have to be skinny. You're screwed. You're screwed. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yes. You know? Yes. So for me personally, when I get really bad anxiety and like I take medication for it, I, something I still deal with that meditation would heavily benefit. Like I would benefit from that heavily, I think. So I'm going to... We'll talk after this too. Yeah, we'll talk after this. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, but when I know, especially in college and and now when I'm working or doing things that I need to get done, if I have anxiety, it is so hard for me to separate what I'm feeling yeah. and like what I have to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I have anxiety. Don't ask me to do anything because <laughs> probably gonna like end up laying on my bed. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, sorry, I'm out of commission for the day. And I'm good like, night. But then you like can't go to sleep because your mind is racing. So you're oh, like yeah, just no. you're just laying there and you're like, Ugh. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well it's 3 a.m. I'm ready to work. What's up? <laughs> so that's so relatable. But, yeah. So when you, I guess, how did you deal with that before, and then how do you deal with that now, or or how does anxiety affect you now? Oh my God. So before, this is interesting because even before Mark Price, uh, have you learned Alexander technique at all? It's just like basically, it's basically like learning to just relax your muscles and tension and stuff in your body. I mean, that's basically it. Yeah. And so um, that was, I think my gateway drug to, (laughs) to learn how to like, because I remember after my first Alexander private lesson that I had, I was driving home and I never felt more relaxed. And I was like in my body, right? And I was like driving home and I was like, oh my God. It's like even before meditation, I was still seeking some way to relax. And that was a great tool because every time I just noticed my body getting tense, I'm like, you know, immediately. And that's just a habitual thing for me. That was like the first part. And then during like, I don't know if you saw Romeo Juliet, but like that's, well, and so that time, uh, so so around that time, I remember I was doing Alexander technique mixed with some sort of meditation as well. Just like listening to music, laying down and doing an Alexander technique kind of uh, uh, thing. And uh, I just noticed I was getting much more relaxed and I was getting more agency over the way I was living my life. And I was much more calm. And I was like, wow, that's why sophomore year was probably uh, one of my favorite years. But then something happened where it's still, and and I'm sure you feel this too, but like, it's just, it's this, uh, this, this feeling that is like uncontrollable in the back of your head that is always wanting you to not only fail, but like always looking for problems and looking for, uh, you know, not only was it a mind thing for me, it was a physical thing. Like it was my body was attacking itself. So yeah. it was just, it was so rough for so long. And I just remember even I would go to class and I would have to literally walk out of class, just like a, a, a regular gen ed class. Mm-hmm. And I was so lightheaded and I was like so messed up. I, I felt like I was just like floating and yeah. I would have to like leave the class and just like, just sit down somewhere and just breathe because I was like, I'm about to pass the hell out. I mean, yeah. it was so bad. And, um, and yeah, so around that time, I still, no matter what, I was still very just like, I will do this meditation, this Alexander thing. I will do whatever it takes, even if I feel like 0.5% better, um, mm-hmm. just to release this this feeling that's going on in my body and in my mind. 
And uh, so then that's when Vedic meditation came into my life. And I, I had an open mind about it. And I was so excited uh, because I was like meditating already kind of by myself. And I was noticing benefits. And I was like, there's like my dream. Like there was like 50 or 60 people there. It was amazing. And I had no idea about it. And then, you know, I took, uh, I took the course. And, um, but even then, I remember being very lightheaded. And it was because the meditation is so powerful that it releases stress. I'm very sensitive. My body is very sensitive. So it releases stress. It was like my, my body basically said when I was doing the practice, like, thank you for releasing the stress. Thank you. I've been dying for something like this. So when I was releasing the stress, it would happen outside of the meditation, which is not good. Um, and that's why a teacher is so important to talk to, through you about that and be like, you're not going crazy. It's the meditation doing its job. And so, um, so yeah, so that's what I was doing. But for a while, I mean, I, I just stayed with it and I just trusted the process because I had a great teacher and I was just like, you know what? Like, and then we did 20 minutes and I did 15 minutes and I did 10 minutes. Like we had a plan. So that was great too. That's why a teacher is really important because a lot of people pick up something and the first time they do it, they're like, it's all bull crap. And then they move on. And the truth of the matter is like what you were saying earlier, it really is about just sticking with it, trusting yeah. the process, but also having a really great teacher to just yeah. be like, yo, it's, you're not going crazy. Just keep going. And, yeah. and, um, and that's why like a therapist, a good therapist is great. And, and even going through, I'm sure you, you, you dealt with this at, at, at some level with medication. Um, it could be really trippy at the beginning too. So that's why it's important to have a therapist be like, trust the process, you know, you're going to be fine and you feel like you're going to hell, but then, yeah. um, but then it all like kind of calms down. Um, and, and so, yeah, so now I think I'm just so conditioned by my habits that, um, I now can feel the anxiety come back. It's interesting since I've been weaning off the medication um, and now I'm on a different plan with the medication. I'm like on it one day and then off of it the other day with the help of my doctor. But like, because I'm so like conscious about the food I'm eating, I'm so conscious about the way I use my body is really important. Um, meditation, of course, working out, all those things. Um, I'm just so ingrained in my habits now that when the anxiety comes back, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this breathing technique that's a minute long and it'll remove it immediately. So I, I think I've, I've created a pattern and a process that really works for my body. Um, but it took, oh my God, it took like, no, no joke. It took like five years, you know, like ever since I started doing this meditation, but even before that, you know, like it took a really long time. And, and I remember even being on say, I love that. I'm like, so talking so much, but like, I was, I'm so sorry. But, I love that you are. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But like, I, I remember being on stage and, and I don't know if you saw the rivals when I was, when I was in that play, but, but I was, I thought I, I literally thought I couldn't do it when I first pick up, picked up the script because I was just like, I'm in 18 scenes and this is the most I'm ever gonna be on stage like ever. And uh, at that time, my anxiety was really bad. Like I was, it wasn't even my mind. It was literally my body like leaving. It felt so weird. And I was just like, when I go on stage, it's like not even forgetting a line, I'm gonna pass out. Like that was my biggest fear. And yeah. I think because I was so militant about meditating and just without me even realizing, and this is uh, <laughs> just like a separate thing, but like, that's why I believe in God, because um, if I didn't trust it, I literally don't know where I would be, you know? And, uh, and there was something guiding me to just trust yeah. it because there's so, this is, our human form is so messed up. It's so messed up. And, and it's just getting worse and worse with the toxins and the pathogens that are happening out, outside in the world. And um, it's only going to get worse. So that's why I think not only a lot of people are waking up during this time to be like, huh, 
should I eat this or, or should I, whatever, whatever it is, even just questioning, like maybe I should work out or maybe I should like not eat McDonald's like every day. Just even that process of becoming aware of like, is this giving me anxiety or not? Like just, does this person's energy vibe with me? Like those are important. That's like one of the most important things. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, I've, I've ever since like this, this sense of, um, being in quarantine, I mean, I've lost, I've lost very close friends, um, during this process because I'm like, yo, um, I didn't even say this explicitly, but I was just like, I can't handle your energy anymore. It's just too, it's too much. And, uh, and, uh, I'm very close about who I put in my circle now. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you become like the five most people you hang around. So, um, with that philosophy, you got to be checking your inner circle because it's like, if this person is like super toxic and negative, you, that, that, that energy is coming towards you in some aspect, you know? And yeah, so maybe your relationships or, or whatever. And, um, Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is once you get all of this bull crap out, um, of just toxic, uh, not only in your body, literally from meditating and also Mm -hmm. eating right, um, eating right. But like, you know, (laughs) you really realize just like how perfect we really are, but it's also the imperfection of being a human too. Right. That's really cool. Like we're perfectly imperfect, you know? Um, but I think our souls are perfect. Absolutely. And that's always the, that's always the struggle of being a human because you're, you have your mind, right. <laughs> your mind is going to mess you up. Exactly. So, exactly. but that, but that's why we're not God. That's why we're not Jesus. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> also just to go back about feeling all that anxiety in your body. Yeah. So many people, I think, that like that don't struggle with anxiety. Um, yeah, they don't realize that it is so like debilitating uh, physically. And you know, I know so many people in my past who I choose to not associate with anymore would say things <laughs> like, you know, like just don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, not to worry. All right, or yeah, like, so I think that's like super interesting that it manifested its way in you, like in your, through your body so much. I mean, I get that. And it's, uh, (laughs) no, it's the worst thing in the world. And that's why, and that's why, uh, I mean, I made my YouTube channel and my Instagram and my Facebook page because, um, I just think there's, I think it's almost a responsibility. I think once you reach the other side of it, that -hmm. I can be kind of like level-headed, um, to just be like, let me at least give some tools or some wisdom from this place to be able to help someone else. And, and it's been really amazing to be able to get messages from not only, and not only people in the U S but, uh, I, I have a lot of, um, people that are following me from India and, you know, yeah. it's amazing to, to communicate with them and, uh, and to be able to be of service to not, not just Americans. Cause I think that's like, whatever, but just like everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. Your Instagram like, like popped off. You've got like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh my God, they love him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so amazing. Kind of touching on like artists and like performers and mm. things like that. How can artists specifically like benefit from meditation techniques? Performing is probably one of the most stressful things on the body. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that because it's like, oh, you're on stage, it's easy. But honestly, I think, I think there's a study being done that like the number one fear of people is 
like public speaking. So yeah. in a way we're like, not only, um, you know, going through like, can I remember my lines? Do I know what's happening? Can I remember my blocking? Do I know how to dance? Oh, I don't know how to dance. <laughs> like not only that, it's the sense of like being in front of, even if it's five people, 10 people, a hundred people, um, there is a lot of fear with that. So I think meditating simply is just releasing that stress from the, from the body so that you can go ahead and do your best work. Yeah. Um, and at least minimize the stress as much as possible because it's sure. always going to be there. Um, but that's the thing um, is where not only are we creators, but this is a funny analogy, but like when we eat, we poop, right? right. It's the same thing. Like we need to release these things that are in our body. Yeah. And if we don't have an outlet to release it, it'll store in our bodies. Yeah. So that's why I think it's really important to have, even, even if it's like uh, a five minute, just like sitting there and like doing, doing deep breaths is way better than just like scrolling on your phone or talking to someone else that's super anxious um, mm -hmm. because you're just like getting more and more of that, yeah. of that energy, you know? Yeah. When like as a performer myself, when I am in rehearsal, I, and I'm, and I'm doing the thing and we're on a roll and we're going, I feel all right. And I can feel like this is my job and I'm meant to be here and I feel good. Right. Yeah. But then when I get home later that night or when we have mm. days off from rehearsal, um, yeah. it's, it's like, Oh, okay. Cause you kind of have a second to think about what the hell you're doing. And yeah. Like, like, Oh, this is a lot. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, we also still have personal lives to deal with and things like that. So <laughs> I mean, I would even argue to say that meditation is like key and like should be implemented into, I mean, everyone's lives, but performers, especially, I mean, a hundred percent. And that's why, um, that's why Mark Price is very into artists because he's an artist himself. He was, he was in 10 Broadway shows. Yeah. And after the 10th Broadway show in a row, 10 years, literally all in a row, he had massive depression. Um, he was addicted to drugs. He was addicted to alcohol. Um, and that's why, you know, he was pulled to this practice. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is it, I think a lot of people that are most impactful have dealt with a lot of pain and have gone through the other side and kind of want to throw back the elevator down so you can enter the elevator and come back up with, uh, with your wow. teacher. And, um, and that's the thing, there's no ceiling, but you know, people are on different floors. And so that's why it's important to, um, even if it's just one level up, which is, you know, just being conscious of where your mind is. It just, even that, I mean, is like a huge concept um, to wow. people. And I'm like, damn, I've been doing that for like five years. So that's why it, it's, it's, it's a lot of conditioning in people's heads because they listen to people that are, are not only talking from their fear, but from their own stress level, you know, like we should not be dying from a, a heart attack. We should not be suffering from anxiety. We should not be suffering from depression. Yes. What are these ways that we could heal, you know? And, um, and there's so many different ways, but just starting to ask that question, it may take you years. You can maybe cure it in a day. I'm sure there are people that like, you know, they go see like an energy healer and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, you know, but like, <laughs> God bless them. That's amazing. Right. <laughs> um, it took me five years and still going. So that's the thing. So, um, you know, that's why I think any sort of meditation or, or uh, not even meditation, if you take out that word, because some people have like a negative connotation towards it, even if you just uh, breathe uh, or even if you just like look at something and focus your energy on like, just like looking at like a tree and then just staring at it and see what happens to your brain because mm -hmm. i guarantee you if you're super stressed your brain is going to be like 
yeah, but remember in third grade when you were an idiot? And then you'll be like, what the, no! You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, and then, or like right before bed is the best. Like, you're like about to go to sleep. And then your brain is like, why would you say that stupid thing to that guy, you idiot? You know what I mean? Like, or like whatever it is. <laughs> yes. It's so stupid. Yes. But like, that's, that's just what the mind does. And if undirected and having no sense of release of these things, we're not supposed to be holding on to them. So that's yeah. why I think it's really important to have any sort of tool um, and uh, you, you need to release these things for sure. Yes, uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. What can we expect from you next? My goal right now is to, cause I, as you, <laughs> not to be like a douchebag, but like as you can see, my page has grown so exponentially. So like, I'm trying to like comment on everyone and like, like kind of catch up on yeah, that way. Yeah. Because to be honest, it's been very overwhelming and uh, I haven't, um, imagine. Been, yeah. it's been like hundred, like one of my, my, one of my posts, uh, has like over 30,000 likes now. So it's just like, you know, before this, I, I didn't even think of, I, I thought I was going to grow very slowly, but to be honest, um, it's been very fast. So I have to yeah. kind of reel it back in and, and say, yeah. okay, why did I start it? Why, what is the intention? It's to connect with people, to be honest, because yeah. I love people. So um it's just yeah. like going back and commenting yeah yeah and 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 honestly it was learning too like posting every day is too much like I spent well especially because I didn't know that I would get like this amount of attention to be honest yeah. so um it's like going back and just reeling it back and being like okay maybe if it's just one post on Instagram or like two posts a week and then on Facebook you know it's like two posts a week and YouTube two posts a week like that yeah. feels more doable to be able to comment on everyone and, and be able to like uh, connect because it's also, and I'm sure you're, you're going through this as well. It's really hard to be a creator and a marketer. And, uh, it's like, that's why there are separate jobs. Right. So that's why, um, but you know, th there's so many ways to do it, but I just realized from, for me, um, I think posting little by little and then really focusing on just one video and one post is going to be the way, because for some people I've got, I've had advice from people that are extremely successful have like a hundred K subscribers on YouTube. And, you know, she was telling me, she was just like, uh, you know, you got to post like three times a week is like great for the algorithm. And then I was like, huh, because I noticed when I post a video on Facebook and now we're getting into marketing territory. Uh, <laughs> but like when I, when I post on Facebook, um, you know, on YouTube analytics tells you like where the people are coming from. So like, I just noticed when I focus on one video and to be honest, I run ads on it. I yeah. notice that people are coming to that video not because of the YouTube almighty godly algorithm. It's because no, it's I've invested money into it. And yeah. and it is also a sense of uh, waiting to see it grow. Like it's a process. Like YouTube people aren't gonna just like come down and watch your videos just because they're, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it really is about like slowly expanding and that's what yeah. I've realized for myself. And and to be honest, my, my wallet just like got empty. So, oh, um, yeah. you know, so like it, it is yeah. a sense of you have to grow uh, within your own means and and just uh for me i'm just realizing like why i'm doing it so again i think that answers your question but just yeah. like growing as as slowly as possible i think right now because i just realized like oh there is a market for what i'm doing so um if i want to be able to be of service and help others truly i have to go slowly yeah i can't go too fast i can't post for video i guess for some other people maybe if they first of all have the money to run the ads and they don't really care about commenting on people's right. stuff and connecting, yeah. right? Because they just care about money and they and they want, um, you know, 
the you know the brand deals and all this stuff and ads and stuff like i think all of that stuff is going to come for me it's just a matter of for oh, yeah. too it's like all of that stuff is going to come whether it's in a year or two years it's like you just gotta for me i'm just like i, I just gotta relax yeah. <laughs> so i just kind of came to that realization it's like we have anxiety or something, right? <laughs> Where we feel like we yeah, have. Yeah, it's, like, it's like there's like this other energy that just like comes into play. I don't know what I'm it is. Sure. I have to like. Very go. curious. I, it's like whatever. It's just like whatever, you know. It's like thing. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I love that you're so intentional though with all of this. I think that's so great. So refreshing to see. Um, yeah. It's so weird, but it's so weird that it's like that. That is refreshing, you know. So like, I hope. Okay. Uh, my exactly. hope is. My hope that like. I don't know, and, and, and I don't know if you've dealt with this too, but like even on social media, since I've started a new page, mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's so nice to be able to follow who I want to follow, see what I want to see, oh, and go on for a reason, not just because I'm just scrolling or, or yeah. whatever, you know? It's like, oh, I got to please my friends, but it's like, those people aren't even my friends anyway, so like, why am I spending <laughs> like hours? Don't give two shits about what you're, you know, like... They literally do, they literally... Yeah. <laughs> They literally don't care. And, and uh, you know, it was evident. I started on my on my actual Instagram, my actual Instagram. That's a, my other Instagram that I just started is about to outlast the other followers that I had numbers wise, which is crazy. Yeah. But I tried to post, I tried to post like mental health things or whatever. And honestly, they're not my fans. They're not my followers. They don't, they don't, they don't care. So I just made the realization. I was like, huh, I could be really pissed about that. Or I could just like kind of create my own, my yeah. own community and followers yeah. and so you take what you know and then you create it or you you know yeah 100 percent. and and anyone listening to this i just want to say that it's uh it's not only uh possible for all of this to happen for you but you're gonna do it like if you're dead set on doing it you're you're gonna make it happen there's like money is a resource it isn't it isn't um people lack resourcefulness not resources so whether it's like maybe bad advice but like getting a credit card and putting it on it if it's for investing in your future because you can make so much money um i believe uh really following your passion because people could see through the bullshit you know yeah. they could see if you're being authentic and yeah. i think a lot of people are craving authenticity right now and uh i mean it's evident it's really really obvious so i really want to like commend you for your amazing platform for us to have this conversation it's been really really great and um so like thank you and uh you're bringing a lot of value to people listening to this and also being like a talent coach is so cool. And like, God bless you for doing that. Thank you so much. This You're was amazing. so lovely. You're amazing. Ugh. Oh my goodness. No, you, no, you. <laughs> no, you, no, you. <laughs> oh my this was so much fun. Uh, and um, we'll talk soon. Junior, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was such a pleasure. I'm so happy to know you. I think what you're doing is amazing and I will always be here for you. Um, Y'all, please go give this guy a follow on Instagram. His handle is at mental underscore joy three. And also subscribe to his YouTube channel, which I will have linked in the podcast notes. I promise you will not regret it. Thanks again, Junior. I appreciate you so much. All right, y'all. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode of The Gig. You can head over to at Michaela N. Perez on Instagram for information on my talent coaching and stay up to date with all this super cool new podcast news. Thank you so much for listening. Be well, and I will see you next time.